This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, Community Radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Oh, Derek, it's always a privilege. I mean, I'm a little heavy-hearted this week, but a privilege nonetheless. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been it's been a week. It's been a week, and it's uh, not a not a good week for those involved. But sure, look, it is what it is. So I guess the main point to talk about is um, what happened this week with releases. It was like the biggest week, the biggest set of releases they've had ever. So let's talk about it. Let's run through the list. You have it in front of you there, right? I do have it in front of me. Yeah, this is the biggest set of releases I can remember since the annual spring cleanings that they stopped doing back in like 2009. I mean, this is, wow. Some of these aren't surprises, I guess. And I I know you and I have discussed the take, but I just want to run down the list so that people kind of can take it in just to kick things off here. We've got Kurt Angle, Drake Maverick, Carl Anderson, EC3, Leo Rush, Kurt Hawkins, Eric Young, Heath Slater, Luke Gallows, Aiden English, Sarah Logan, Mike Chioda, Rowan, Epico Primo, Mike Canales, Maria Canales, Zach Ryder, No Way Jose, Rusev, Alexander Jaksic. I don't even know who that is. Uh, yeah, these must be NXT guys. Uh, Diana Perrazzo and Cassius Ono, first uh, hero, of course, as many would know him. Like a lot of um, a lot of talent released were guys involved in the. They weren't just like WWE talents; they were also WWE trainers as well. But some of the names that we don't know, they're like NXT guys who weren't even brought up to to the NXT yet. They're still just like projects. So that's, gotcha. that's a few of them. Like I, so most of the names I knew, but a few of them I actually had to look it up. Um, who was the most surprising one for you? Uh, for me, I thought the most surprising had to be the members, even though I'm not a fan of calling them the OC, but it had to be the Bullet Club members. Mm. Uh, that's why it's my background this week. Um, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. And I'll say it's most surprising because has there ever been anybody released from the WWE after being uh, involved in the main event of WrestleMania I the previous so. week? I don't think so. I think this is one of the first times that's ever actually happened. And it's kind of weird too, right? It's like, what, what went wrong? Like, they just signed a five-year deal, like, last month. Exactly. They signed a huge deal. I don't know how that works with the WWE because, you know, they keep their contracts quiet. So it's not like sports where we 
know, oh, they have to take this kind of salary hit cap. And I'm sure with the independent contractor thing that there's lots of smarmy ways the WWE can get around it. But, man, that one, that I, I think out of everybody, that one hit me hard. Because a lot of guys on this list are people who I go, yeah, how come we didn't fire them years ago? We, mm. if I'm involved in this process. But they were involved in WrestleMania. The WWE, we might get to this story, I'm sure, because it's basically the only other big story that happened in wrestling this week, is that the WWE was declared an essential business by Florida, Mm. which has some interesting political ramifications. Um, If you live in the U.S. and you are familiar, of course, with the connections between the Trump and the McMahon family. And this is the same, this is like within a week of the XFL being like bankrupt as well. XFL going bankrupt for $120 million. So from what I understand, um, we know Linda McMahon was the small business administrator for the U.S. under the Trump administration. Hmm. And Vince was supposedly put in charge of, well, he was brought on as an advisor for the reopening of entertainment businesses, particularly in the Florida area. And then the WWE was magically declared an essential business. Well, uh, the, the wording is not just WWE. It's all sports, all national sports with like a national TV deal. So, uh, AEW, UFC, technically any sport could do this, but it just happens to be a case that, they're the only ones running. So, like, if if the if even the NFL or um, basketball, if they could get together a smaller team fitting in in those um, guidelines, they could still do it, you know. But it's it was very beneficial towards WWE, but not everyone like WWE doesn't just benefit from this. Yes, and that's something that's very important to note because a lot of the people that attacked this immediately went to, which is kind of how I tried to set it up so that people would have that initial gut reaction of, oh, what's the conspiracy here? But this wasn't just the WWE that Vince Hmm. was advising on. He is somebody who runs one of the most successful touring entertainment brands of the last 25 years. Exactly. So he is somebody who should have a voice in this. And then the argument is, well, shouldn't scientists be deciding this, which is a whole other thing, <laughs> an argument that I had this week. But uh, the point is, this isn't just WWE-centric, and I don't really think Vince is a bad guy to have in this particular role. Not um, in this particular role. Cons- no, no, like, no, it, it, it's funny, though, it's in the week that he went bankrupt. Like, right. when he was going bankrupt, it's like, maybe not. A, it's just not, not a good look, Vince. Right now, it's, it's not a good look. You know, that's not, I just, or or is it the best time? Is this the best time to be the Phoenix and rise from the ashes? I don't know. I don't know. Like it's uh, without getting too much into it. Cause you know, we're not medical experts, of course. Um, But (laughs) I can just, I can just say from speak for yourself, Irish boy. Fair, fair. Um, From the, from the Irish perspective though, we're still on lockdown. Like we're still on heavy lockdown. But what's interesting about it is um, May 9th is when all this is supposed to lift and we're supposed to go back to some kind of normality. But, like, we don't know what that is yet, you know, and that could change. You know, we could be sitting here, you know, that week and it continues on until the end of May. Um, it does look like it's going to be 
you know, open it up around that time. But our cases were significantly lower than what you guys went through and still going through, um, according to our um, our unelected politicians, because they literally are. Um, we didn't elect them; they just never left. Um, it's <laughs> I like that we're both getting in the political jabs this week. Yeah, well, it's true. We had an election, and then there was no government, and then they just never left, and they just stayed there. And it's like, okay. That seems like it's illegal, but all right. Um, and yeah, so that's where we are now. And according to them, they said, right, well, the curve is flattened, so that's good. Uh, and we had like, I think it was 700 new cases today, but a lot of that is European backlog. So the testing, right. for anyone who doesn't know, you're tested, but you got to wait some time for the result to come back. So it's not just, oh, hey, here's your result, like straight out the bat. Apparently you had like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of cases in Germany to be processed. So that, that's come true, but now the backlog is gone. So I would expect our numbers to be very, very low in the next couple of days because, you know, the people getting the numbers back would not be from the backlog. But, um, for example, I know somebody who, well, I know somebody whose friend got tested, right? And by the time they got by the time they got their result back, they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, you had it, but you're fine now." <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> that seems that seems like it's wrong, but okay. Um, so yeah, look, it's we're still inside this unknown, but the Irish economy—I don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's getting kind of scary, but you know, at least what Trump is doing, and in the US, it seems to be like they're taking steps to try and open up some things so your economy doesn't completely collapse. So I'm like, okay, I get it. But it's also like, will this backfire? It might, but you just don't know. Well, right? it's, it's, it's like you're saying, we're not medical experts. So take yep. everything we say with um, a shot of gin brandy, because that's probably yeah. as useful as look, anything that we could say. Look, when it comes to computers or wrestling, yeah, we know some stuff. But when it comes to other stuff, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, originally our so-called lockdown, uh, we hoped would end April 12th. Uh, that right. got bumped back to April 30th. It's now been extended to May 15th to where yeah. I live. So we're actually in this very odd cycle of... Um, It'll be fascinating to read the psychological studies that come out 10 years from now about people going through this, this uncertainty yeah. of we're being told even by scientists, okay, we'll try and lift it now. And then, oh, wait, but no, you have to stay confined to your homes quasi-legally for longer. And how are we, yeah, you know, well, do we open the country? Do we not open the country? Well, they've come out and said there, Dave, that it is a form of PTSD that everyone is going through because of yeah. this constant unknowing and i think that's the thing that's really starting to kind of grate on people personally um it's like when is this going to be over you know you just don't know right. and it's it, yeah i know there was probably some worse things you could go through but it's more it's like everything else in life you're like the uncertainty the uncertainty of what's going on like there are some definites i don't think anyone's going to go to a gig anytime soon right i don't think right. anyone's going to go to a large sporting event anytime soon mm. um you know, and, and those are definites that we can kind of say, yeah, look, this is more than likely what's going to happen. Other things, we don't know. You know, it, yeah. as I said, it's getting used to this is very weird. And it seems like now having UFC and WWE heads involved in this kind of process, well, they're, that's, they're, that's what's going to shape entertainment. So I can understand the continuity because they're the only ones who have really been running through this because the rest of them haven't. Right. Uh, no, no, they certainly haven't. And 
what is it they say um, that the the sensation of the loss of time of whether it's a second turning into a minute into an hour into a day into months that is really the most uh, psychological form of torture that exists yeah uh, when it comes deployment. to captives and things like that and that's yeah. kind of what you know you're alluding to with this PTSD that we're going through yeah right now um, I know there was a great author well, I don't know if she was a great author, but I know there's a great book written about PTSD from children affected by Katrina, which was a hurricane that hit in the U.S. back in 2006, I believe, kind of wiped out New Orleans. And yeah. it talked about how the kids from that time period, they're still going through um, oh, immense it. traumatic stuff. Uh, stuff. So that's that's could be what we're looking at. This This could be just a way for us to get used to being quarantine to our homes i don't know i'd like to I, hope that's not where this is going i hope not like you know it's i've there's talk of um conspiracy theory show on this network might get into that <laughs> at some point but um actually it's not weird that there's like a massive overlap of conspiracy and like wrestling as far as like interest where it's that's a huge big overlap oh it's a huge overlap it, it's unreal so you know, we might have to get into that at some point when it's not so fresh uh, yeah yes yes when it's not so uh when we're not living through yeah, it. we know the reasons for not talking about it right now exactly exactly um but look you know anyone who's listening thanks for joining us on phoenix fm thanks for joining us on twitch or on youtube um a lot of good traffic on youtube so guys thanks for that um we're finally starting to figure out how this video format works so audio and all it's good now it should be um so thanks for bearing with us kind of had to learn how to do this all on the fly but we're finally getting there um so yeah look we have we do have a lot to get through this week. I when we started doing the show and stuff was closing down, I'm like wrestling's gonna have nothing to talk about because it's gonna <laughs> shut down and it just gets it just gets busier and busier. So now I do want to say we were gonna talk about Dark Side of the Ring, but you haven't seen it. I have not seen all of it, and I want to get I want to really be educated on yeah. it more when we talk about it so I can go in depth. And I would say I watched all of it. Um, I would recommend it to anybody who has an interest in watching um like really really new takes on wrestling like actually the way it's shot makes it very enjoyable not the chris van wall one the chris van wall one is devastating but the other's less so um for different reasons because it's not so raw again it's like stuff that happened 30 30 40 years ago you're like oh yeah sure that's fine and it's there's horrible stuff that happens there too but you're like yeah i wasn't there so it doesn't really you know, it's not as bad as what happened, you know, watching people cry and stuff. But um, I would say it's, it's a great little um, series. The the one I, was, I really like, the weakest one is the Montreal School Job. That's the weakest one. And we will talk about it in more detail next week when you have a chance to see it. But I would say the weakest one is the Montreal School Job one. A weird one that really kind of put a new light on thing is the Randy Savage one with him and Elizabeth. Oh. Oh. Uh, it's very weird. Okay. It's very weird. It, it, it puts a new spin on loads of things that I... As not a macho fan, a macho man like super fan, but somebody who never disliked them, great work and stuff. But having that new kind of um, insight into how controlling he was, it's like, well, man, this is this is kind of weird, right? But, oh, so you you had ne- I haven't again, I haven't seen it yet, and y'all should watch it, catch up with us, and then yeah. we'll be able to discuss it next exactly. week, and we'll yeah, all yeah. be on the same page. Yeah, but I'm assuming they get into the whole he would keep her locked in the locker room, not notice. let anybody get into it. Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it, was, it, was, it was a whole new kind of thing. I'm like, oh man, this is, there was some serious stuff going on here, right? 
So yes. yeah, look, guys, watch it. Um, you know, as as Dave said, get educated on it. We'll come back next week and we'll we'll break all the, all the way down. Like it's still ongoing, um, but there's like three or four episodes go, left. But we're getting to those as to happening. But you know, watch it. It's you can find it online. It's not. It's honest to God, not hard to find. Um, and it's it's worth your time. They're they're not long either, like forty minutes. So it's very good. I, I will say it's so far. I've really enjoyed. Is the wrong word, but it's the only word I have right now. So you know, it's like it's not a it's not a fun experience, but it's an educational experience, which kind of the same thing. Um, but well, we are the wrestling rewind, so we might as well talk about some things from the past. But at this news that came out this week, it's just so. <laughs> So current events, so needs to be covered, and definitely with our spin that we, we can't let it go by. No, definitely not. Like it's it's weird. Like the the releases to put the releases into perspective, they're so vast that mainstream media is covering it. I've never seen that where mainstream media is picking up wrestling as a, as a, and it probably is. It's probably for two reasons. One, there's nothing else happening in the sporting world. Like <laughs> at the moment now in the UK and Ireland, uh, the Premier League. You know what the Premier League is. Yes, of course. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Chelsea. I love that defensive strategy of they don't need to score points. You just can't <laughs> score on us. That was my FIFA team. Defense, defense, defense. Well, here's the thing. At the moment now, um, stars from that uh, from from each team are playing against each other in esports, and that's been shown on like television as football. You're like, what is this? This is. Ridiculous. I'm sorry. You brought this up last week and you but asked now it's me hitting, about now that. Now it's hitting here. Yes. Now it's hitting here. And it's so weird to see because it's just like, <laughs> this isn't what's supposed to happen. This is, no offense, this is an American thing. This is, you know, it's, it's weird because it's so American. You're just like, oh my God, dude, no. Like, but it's weird. Now it's, now it's I, we saw on Irish, um, what was it, on Irish news. And it's like, that's wild man like i'm sorry and my first thing is why are they getting paid seven or eight million it's like no you get paid like 20 quid and that's it because yeah you're not doing anything you're just playing xbox i don't know i don't know if this one made it over to you guys but one of the biggest things one of the most successful ones going on in the u.s right now is nascar is doing an iRacing series yeah yeah one of the biggest obviously i'm not laughing because you know it's not a good thing but one of the biggest sports news stories to come out this week is that one of the drivers during the iRacing used a racial slur yep, and yep, thus was that. suspended and lost sponsors and all this stuff. And it's just like, what? what is happening in this world where now you're being penalized for your video game smack talk, which I know that kind of language is never acceptable, but anybody who's ever been on Xbox live or PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. It it happens. Like if, if you're, if you haven't called at least three or four racial slurs by being on Xbox, you've not, you haven't been on Xbox. You've never been on. But I remember the days when the halo lobbies used to be open and then you changed them. That was, that was wild. See, we lived through the wild west of the internet. That's the thing. We did. And now people are being exposed to the internet and stuff that is still in the wild west. And you're like, yeah, it's there's a reason I don't play online games with a headset because I don't want the fourteen year old calling me names. It's just. But I remember being that fourteen year old. Exactly. It's just like <laughs> I just don't need that. Um, but I remember the days when Four Chan did good things. 4chan still does good things. They're just too busy hacking people now to do anything and mess with iPhone users. <laughs> 
you know? know. That's what I thought. <laughs> so it's just like I, I, did, I did read if you put it in the microwave, it dries that out. I saw a great ad for it, so I had to yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, like, it's, there's another guy, actually. I, I don't know if you watch Internet Today. Um, Internet Day is great, a great show, a great channel on YouTube, and they they do Tech News Days. And one of their stories was not only on the guy who used the racial slur, but another guy who rage quit. He's like, "Oh, screw you, nerds!" <laughs> like he lost all the sponsors, and it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> it's just hilarious because from from their perspective, that is the product now. So like that is so he didn't do his job, and I'm just like, man, you know, you could have just kept the cool for. A little bit longer and not rage quit. But here's the thing: like we're going, like I know esports have been huge, and on Twitch we're on an e in, like, an esports platform mainly. But um, yeah. it's just weird to see that it's a thing now. Yes, it is the thing now. It's not just something that you do, and people are like, "Well, oh yeah, I you know, there's some kid and he gets 15 million for playing Fortnite." It's like, no, this is just sport now. If right. you're not WWE or UFC. Uh, there's even colleges, and this is pre-pandemic uh, that's been going on. There's even colleges that now give out scholarships for esports mm. uh, in the U.S. Um, there's plenty of tournaments that go on from the, well, okay, I'm sure there's people who like Overwatch, but Overwatch and other of the big esports, I'm not mm. a fan of it, mainly because I lost some internet friends over it. Oh, bit too competitive. Yeah. But I guess that goes into rage quitting, right? Who hasn't played? I mean, have you ever, has there ever been someone who would consider themselves a gamer who at one point in their life, even if it was Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis that didn't rage quit? Look, you have to. It's just what happens sometimes. And I have to say like the, I'm trying to play Deus Ex, the new one at the moment. And it it has the same problem that the first one had, the first uh, human um, evolution or human revolution, I think that's the name of it. Um, where it has a horrible hub at the beginning and it's so confusing, you know where to go. And I'm just like, oh, this, it has the exact same problem of why I hated the game in the first place and then got over it and I love it and it's one of the best games ever made, except for that stupid hub that they brought back. So yeah, race quitting <laughs> is a thing or if you're playing competitively and you know, oh. you end up getting shot by a camper, it's like, awesome. You know, Nothing. How am I supposed well, that's to why I stopped playing Call of Duty. Those kill to death times are absolutely absurd. Yeah. But what was I different. playing recently that you probably did? Oh my gosh. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order has some of the oddest spikes in difficulty yeah. in any video game I've played. Like, I got stuck playing this paladin or something in like a two hour loop where I just could not get past it. And it yeah. drove me nuts to the point that I finally lowered the difficulty and then beat it in 20 seconds and felt. Then I felt not. I didn't feel good at all. I didn't know what to do. I, you know, you know, I I collect Star Wars games. Um, yeah, obviously. Um, but I hate that game. I actually I traded that game really? in. I hate really? it. Yeah, I hate it because it it has everything that I don't like in games. Like I don't like the um, Uncharted kind of thing. Yeah, and then those difficulty spikes that are necessary. And also, I hate the main character. So I'm like, there's nothing in this for me. But I totally, I totally get what you mean. Like I was trying to play it, and I got about six hours in or something. And I was just like, okay, you know what? No, <laughs> yeah. just no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I get my money back on this. But here's the funny thing, right? I traded in. I got a hundred euro, hundred and something euro voucher, and the place that I was voucher for is stop trading for now. 
course. And it's just like, awesome, this is cool. Please come back because I want my money. But you know, it's just yeah. not. It's just like nobody saw the pandemic, the the pandemic coming. So. Yeah, I would have liked if we had gotten kind of a, you're welcome to the wrestling, we're really talking about Star Wars video game section of the show. Um, I would have liked if we could have created our own character. I, I get that it was character driven. It was weird for me because I'm a, a fan of the show Shameless, which I know mm-hmm. you have a UK version of. Yeah, we also have an American version. Yeah. And um, he's one of the main characters from the show. So at right. any point, I'm expecting him to announce that he's gay and go off into the military, which doesn't happen <laughs> no. in, in Jedi Fallen Order. But so that was fair, bizarre. To be fair, if it did happen, it would probably be more interesting than anything else that happened <laughs> in that game. So, But here's the thing. Speaking of that point, to get it back to wrestling, speaking of that point where you're... Wait, wait, before you do, because that's way too much. That You're being way too reasonable. I, well, I want to point out the mechanic thing. It had too many Tomb Raider-like mechanics for me. Yeah. And that's, that's what what's driving me crazy. Yeah, that's what I hate about it. It's just it's the yeah. same thing even in the Spider-Man game when you're playing it and mm-hmm. it just turns into Uncharted and you're like, I hate Uncharted. Please stop making all your games Uncharted. It's like, it's it's infuriating. Yeah, but, now we can talk about what y'all actually want to talk about. Well, it's, it's related. It's bringing it back <laughs> to wrestling. But in 2K20, right, um, and it's, this kind of started in 2K19, I always like to create my own character and take them through season mode. Um, yes. 2019 kind of did that but then you were playing as the character Buzz so no matter who you were they were just going to call you Buzz and it kind of fit in you're like okay it's a dumb nickname but whatever 20 2k20 20 it's not it's not it's literally just you are these two characters Red and Trey and that's it no matter what you call them no matter how they look that's what it is. It got to the point where after like an hour or two, I'm like, I just changed their names to Trey and Red because I'm like, there's no point. They're just those characters now. And look, the story is quite interesting, I must say. Like, it's the best thing about the game. But it's it's also funny at the same time when you're like, this means nothing. You know, this whole thing is just pointless. But uh, yeah, what I will I say had, is... I had sworn off WWE video games after WWE 2K17. Right. Because I said, I just... These games are, it's turning into the Madden thing. We're really, we're just getting a roster it update. Is. They're not doing much for the engine, though I know that has been improved because they switched engines recently. <laughs> however, hasn't then, been improved. But however, then they released 2K19, mm. which had AJ Styles on the cover. And did you and like it? That's, well, I like the cover. And, <laughs> but I mean, I knew that was, that had to be his lifelong dream. AJ is yeah. one of the biggest gamers that exists in professional wrestling. And mm. to have his face on not just the TNA game, but on But no, like, I, I get your point. You know, it's like, it was a dream to be on the WWE game frame because he's a huge gamer. And we'll yes. get into the comments he made on his Mixer account, like, in a few minutes. But what I will say is, 2K19 is pretty decent. And I mean, who wants to play 2K19? Do now. And get all your stuff from the, the community creations because the servers are closing down yes. soon. But 2K20, man, that's the real peach. <laughs> What's the real peach? You keep telling me how, how clunky and how terrible yeah. it is. But it has this storyline where you just need to see it. And here's the thing. If you don't want to pay full price and you have a decent, decent computer, go over to Humble Bundle right now and you're able to get the whole lot and a bunch of games. Actually, anyone who's listening, Spec Ops The Line is $1 or €1. Euro in that bundle buy spec ops the line even if you don't want anything else but 2k uh, 2020 is there and you can get it for like 17 bucks so you can get like 12 games or something i would say get it and just play through the story mode dave it's you you of everybody of anybody 
would love it. It's <laughs> it's the most you thing in the world. You'll really enjoy it. And you know, anyone I've it's I've fair. said to, anyone who I've said it to is just like, yeah, man, it's such a bad game. But that story mode, they really went for it, you know. Um, but two K, it looks like two K twenty twenty one is cancelled. So, finito, oh. done. Well, that might actually be a good thing in terms of like we were talking about with the creation engines always go down, so you mm. don't get to carry things over. Yeah, interesting. And maybe re- we'll get a DLC update with new Ratwad, or maybe they'll take people out. I don't know. I don't know well, what they'll do. Well, according to their contracts, so the, the reason why Two K Twenty Twenty is broken is because they had to release a WDB game. That's part right. of the contract. They have to release one every year. It's just it's part of the deal. Um, but what happened was they released a broken game. This time around, uh, because you know um, THQ pulled out and all that kind of stuff. But what right. they're talking about doing now is not a sim game, so not what we would normally expect. So something else. So maybe like an arcade game. Here's the thing: all they have to do, and this is what people have been saying for years, just release a general manager mode, and that's all you need to do. So you remember general manager from uh, SmackDown vs Raw? Sure, sure. And I, I certainly remember it from the FIFA series. Yeah, like just release that, like general WWE general manager. There you go. Oh yeah, you could play as like Eric Bischoff, right? Yeah, and, and Stephanie and you could and then Tommy yeah. Dreamer and stuff. Yeah, like just do that. And it's like okay, one the resource now are gonna be very, very small. But also, you know, people have wanted this for ages, so I just don't understand what they're waiting for. This is the opportunity to kind of do that, you know, and if they have to release a game every year, it makes sense. I mean, I, I'm just tired of seeing all the tiny little microtransactions. I think it's yeah. nonsense to pay $5 to change the color of my coat. Makes yeah. no sense. Like, it's happening in all of these 2K games, and well, it needs to be stopped. I've gone back to 2K17, uh, and you can, it's before they really start get, really start gouging you, where you can just it's make Lesnar, your car. right? It's Lesnar, yeah, and they yeah. really start gouging it. But like the most recent one, two K nineteen, oh, to unlock a choke slam, you got to pay this much and this much. And you're like, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm not just not doing that. So, but I think in this point now with the two K games, they have the opportunity to do something a little bit different because if they don't, they're screwed. So why not just go for it? You know, just push it out there. And I, I think not only me, but everybody would really enjoy something a bit different. And you know. The, the actual work on that would be significantly less than building a whole new engine, a whole new game. And they could just, in the background, they could actually just kind of fix the engine that they have. Um, another aside from this, there is a wrestling game called uh, Wrestling Revolution. Um, yes, I've heard good things. They've released a bunch of mods for it now. And one of the most recent mod is for uh, the WWE Money in the Bank gimmick. Have you heard how what WWE Money in the Bank is going to be this year? Uh in a group text, I got a text from somebody that said Dana Brooke qualified. That's as much as I know about Money in the Bank this year. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. So WWE Money in the Bank is still happening, right? But it's not happening in Baltimore in an arena like they were planning. Right. Is the Performance Center ceiling high enough? Oh, that's it. They're, the actual Money in the Bank matches have been taped already, and they took place in WWE headquarters. Where, where the match starts at the bottom of the the Titan Towers, and the briefcases are on the ceiling. And the, the, For those the, of you who are only listening on audio, 
and you're, you're getting this through Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever. I want you to know my jaw is open right now. You can't believe I am it. All... <laughs> Are you serious? I'm is deadly this, serious. Is, is this, this one of those days no, I know this... you didn't watch Raw this week? No, this... this is a real thing. I, I thought this was a joke too. But no, so they, were, <laughs> they announced this. And <laughs> no, no, this is like those old WCW no, this is matches yeah, where you start a... in the bottom of the cage and you have to go to each layer and there'd be yeah. like a taser on top or something. Literally, nonsense. like it, it's the you know it's like when uh, Hulk Hogan threw Big Show off the top of off the building. That's probably what's going to happen. But no, literally, <laughs> it's called uh, climbing the corporate ladder. That's what they're doing. <laughs> I love this company. I love wrestling. This is why I love wrestling. Because when just when you say, hey, what are you going to do? They're like, guys, listen, we have no ideas. We're, we're going to let the interns just book it for the next couple months, okay? See, here's the thing, though. I'm okay with this. I think this is great. I love it. I think it's brilliant. It's like, well, okay, there, there are two reasons, right? They, they wanted to move headquarters for a while, right? Now they can't because obviously they had to fire a bunch of people to save money and all that kind of stuff. And most of the money was saved and not moving headquarters. Titan Towers is going to be destroyed after this. So I'm like, what are you going <laughs> you've got to put yourself in the corner here. So it's like, wait, okay. wait, wait. In like IRL, like Titan Towers, they're moving from Stanford yeah. down to Florida? Uh, no, they were, I don't know where they're, I think they're still standing in Connecticut, but they were moving building. They were getting a build, bigger building for the people they had, but they fired everybody. So they might need them. Um, but this is a lot of the savings came for they're saving something like four million a month. So they were going to and most of the savings was from not moving headquarters. Wow. So my so my thing is I'm like, were they planning to do this all along before releasing people, or is it just something that came up out of nowhere after releasing people? Well, my heart, my my soul, and my spirit like to believe that the WWE, despite popular belief nowadays, actually still does do long-term booking, and that this has been in the works for many a year. Uh, not only did they plan the virus, this was the ultimate. <laughs> they, they created it and released it, yeah, so they, they could do this. <laughs> they, they will, in fact, be demolishing the building at the end of Money in the Bank. That will be the finale. Oh my god! You know what? It—it's not impossible. It's not impossible. This world gets more and more bizarre as we're going on. Like, if you had said to me at the beginning of the year, "Hey, look, Money in the Bank is going to take place in WWE headquarters," I've been like, "What? No, did Vince die? Is that what happened?" You know, it's like no, it's because it's—it makes no sense. It's crazy. Here's the thing: Do you remember the old um? the old ad from the Super Bowl that used to be at the beginning of WWE VHS tapes? Uh, for Super Brawl. Um, for Super Bowl. The Super Bowl ad. Where oh. where it started off with, um, they were going through the offices and they right, were arrested. Oh, right, right. Yes. Yes, I do. I think SportsCenter did a thing like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they did. They did. And this was from, what, I think they did this in 1998. And it was like Austin was walking through and he was hitting people with chairs and mankind was there and it was great. And then it ended with Vince standing outside and everywhere explosions like, get it? You know, um, that whole ad, I didn't even know that was in the Super Bowl because my awareness wasn't that Super Bowl wasn't really a thing that had ads because I never saw it live right, in Ireland. Right. But I always remember seeing that at the beginning of WWE VHS tapes. Uh, will Will Vince be left in the building when it implodes 
And this is finally the culmination of the 2004 angle of the limo exploding. Could be. It could be. And then they bring back Mr. Kennedy. And then they bring back <laughs> Mr. Kennedy, of course. Yes. I'll come but, back but, also given. But with the dark side of the ring being out there and people getting more interested in the Chris Benoit story, could this be the WWE's salvation of a storyline that a real-life tragedy prevented? Could this real-life tragedy we're currently enduring give birth to the... Res- <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it sounds, it sounds brilliant in my head if you go in and you listen to it. What, look, all I'm saying is, when it comes to this, I was... I, I didn't know what to expect. I fully expected everything to be cancelled by now. And it's not. And the fact we're getting this is like, well, we had talked about last week and the week before that um, the future of the WDB now seems to be these cinema- cinematic matches. And we just thought, hey, WrestleMania, be a good idea to wheel them out. No, they're just going to be big matches. That's how big matches are going to be done because it is breaking. It is very monotonous to see the performance out there over and over again. To do this, I'm not, you know, I haven't seen it. It's probably going to be great. Um, they shot it already. There's no reports that it was bad. A few reports that it was very boring to shoot, though, because they had to kind of reset every now and then, you know. But that's just making that's just making film and TV. Um, one thing that, that is interesting is it happened in Connecticut. They have an exemption in Florida, but not in Connecticut. How did that happen? How did that work? And- also, if you're in Florida, you're not supposed to travel to another state right now. Like specifically Florida, because it's oh. an epicenter. Yeah, you see, that's that's the bit I'm like, how did you do that? That sounds like you broke a rule, like a massive rule. But if you're declared an essential worker, like myself, I live in one state, I work in another, but I have papers from the government and my ID that let me cross state borders that say I'm an essential worker and I'm allowed to. Right. Okay. So I guess that is how they were able to do. Wow, the timing of this is just—it's unbelievable. It's, I, it's unbelievable. Wow. I don't know, man. And, and does and does this also come into what we were talking about last week of Vince coming out? Because I want—I want to know when this deal went down that they were declared essential. Because does this coincide with Vince coming out and saying, "Hey, guys, we can do live shows again." Stop the pre-tapes. Yeah, it came out around the same time. So yeah. maybe he got word before it was officially announced. Just, just throwing speculation out there. Just I speculation. Look, all I know is we were sitting and we were looking at five weeks pre-tape television, which was fine. And now all of a sudden we're looking at WWE having pay-per-views in their corporate buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, I love this though. Why do we love professional wrestling? Because it's an escape from reality. It's a suspension of disbelief and, and, look, and God bless, I guess. In this well, here's scenario. the thing. It, I'm only, into it. But look, it's going to get to the point where reality is going to be less crazy than wrestling. Sorry. Where, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. Because like, like, reality is just more and more bizarre as we're going on. And wrestling is trying to keep up, it seems like, at this point. You know, <laughs> it's just like. Okay. Where I, I was, yep. I was having a discussion about, uh, you know, how you kind of talk about conspiracy theories the other day. And the crux of the conversation was you kind of just, you have to let go of saying this is impossible, that's impossible. And you just come up with wackier ideas and you have fun with it. And as long as you stay grounded, it can be a fun brain exercise and all of that. But yeah, once the you don't sad start- and weird thing is that sometimes the truth 
is a lot. Oh, I have to watch my language. Is is a lot more screwed up than the conspiracy theories. To be honest with you, you know when when the craziest conspiracy theory you heard a few years ago was, you know, so far out there that it just you're like, no way. And then it happens on the news, and you're like, what? <laughs> you know, it's just like <laughs> this is ridiculous. So it's like, what? What is to say that today's conspiracy theory is in the news in the week? You know, know. like it's it's unreal. Like it really is. You know, as I said, I don't know, man. Wrestling. I don't know. I don't know. But look, the thing about this is right. Not only that we had like this is this is the context of what's going on, and that's why these releases were so crazy, right? Wow. What what I wanted like, it was for money, obviously. It was to keep the stock up, obviously, but. A lot of these guys on this list, and again, I know we're going around the world with this, but it, it does make, like, there's so much context in this that it's kind of hard not to. A lot of these guys wanted their release. Yes. Right? I didn't mention the revival, but they it were also granted the release. They kind, of, um, they kind of started this. Yeah. Because the revival were granted a release, and then, like, a week later, boom, 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 boom. And they're not done yet. Like, we're not done yet. Like, this could still be more and more and more, right? But here's, here's the thing, right? A lot of these guys wanted their release a lot of them didn't but i i would say that wwe were given an opportunity here to trim the fat and not only trim it where it needed to be trimmed but finally get rid of people who were really bothering them now yes now there's there's a name missing on this list okay but the name is also missing on wwe television Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is banned from WWE television. Like you can't mention his name. That's what came out this week. Wait, what? What? Yeah, is this can, yeah, just this, because of his? This, I guess I know Vince is a stickler. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's because we don't know when he's going to come back. This this ongoing situation could go on for a year, two years. Hope God not, but it could go on for 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 a great long time, and he's not going to be able to work. So they didn't release him, right? They also have banned them from television, basically, from being mentioned. Okay. So uh, I don't think this was a punishment in that sense of people who refused to work because obviously uh, Gallows and Anderson are there and they literally worked. Uh, Drake Maverick is there. He worked like two weeks ago. He's still working actually for the company in the Cruiserweight Classic. So I wouldn't say it's a punishment in that sense, but a lot of names on this list I wasn't surprised to see. What do you think? I, I was not well. I, I I'm trying to suck in this Roman Reigns thing. So Did you hear because that? No, of the yeah, fact that's... that he's not able to, I guess, I guess he can't fulfill his independent contract because he's got a disability. So yeah. he should still be protected. I don't know how that all works, but okay. So I under, I understand why, but I don't know why you would ban talking about him. Uh, look, it, it's, that that 100 seems like a Vince thing to me. I mean, they. Oh my God! They even showed CM Punk during the end of WrestleMania. What? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Um, who surprises me on this list? Well, we we cut, basically we got rid of all the TNA guys that were not, annoying. Well, not all the TNA guys, but you know the saddest one here. The saddest one here for me is EC3, as far as like because he, no, like as far as him being in WWE and being wasted, it's probably better they got let go because he can actually go off and be good again. Um, I mean, like the saddest one actually is uh, Drake Maverick because he was very entertaining. 
but he can go back. Kurt Angle, I would like Kurt Angle to stick around, but he has two contracts. He has a Legends contract, which right. is still, I think is still there. Yeah. Um, this was his training agent contract. So one thing I would say, right, the, the trainers and agents here, they've just been furloughed, so they can be brought back, like Lance Storm and stuff like that. They'll all be brought back. Okay. Um, the talent itself looked like to be, you're gone. Um, so that's because a little bit different. That is something you were mentioning earlier on, because correct me if I'm wrong, whenever The Rock, Nazis come back for a match in a while, but whenever The Rock used to come back for a match, wasn't Kurt Hawkins the wrestler that trained him? Yeah, they were training together down in Florida. Yeah, so that was kind of what kept him in the company for a while because he was known as a reliable guy. Um, but there's a lot, of, a lot of reliable guys here. They're, they're all yeah. like good hands. You know, Cassius Ono, great hand. Eric Young, fantastic little journeyman wrestler, but still sad. I, I would say, I mean, we covered my biggest surprises, which is obviously Anderson and Gallows. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that upsets me is, well the timing of this because in any other normal circumstance we could look at the list of these wrestlers and especially those two guys and go oh well they can go back to new japan in a heartbeat and they're the biggest thing that promotion has or aew will swallow them right up into the bullet club that's no issue but they can't do that right now and these guys don't have an income i don't know if you get paid for your 90 days you're not allowed to work or however it works so from what i hear the nxt guys get paid for 30 days and then they can do what they want Okay, I would assume the WWE guys get paid something, but uh, you know you can't tell somebody you can't work for ninety days for competition and then not give them a salary. But we've never been able to get those contracts out to understand it. Yeah, yeah. So I I would imagine there's probably something because you know WWE lawyers are good, but I wouldn't imagine they're that good where they can't pay them anything just to like you see you're gone. I mean, they're good enough to keep them out of uh, congressional testimonies of having, that's fair. having that's to be fair accountable point. for the health care of their employees. But that's neither here nor there. That's one no. thing AEW's in the right. Um, but what I would say is, you know, on that point, right, not only with wrestling, right, so not only could these guys go to New Japan or AEW, it's hard to get a job, period. Right. Like, at anything, because everything is closed. Like, even if you work in the industry that I'm in, there's a hiring freeze on massive, like very few companies are hiring even in that field because it's a hiring freeze, particularly of external staff. So you're like, wow, man, like, what are you going to do? You know, how are, you know, I would hope that a lot of these guys and girls have an income, but like, you know, with Mike and Maria Canales, they're like, they're a married couple and that's both their money just gone. Like, right. And it's, it's super easy for us to, sit in our chairs here and look at these guys who are making, I mean, even the lower level guys, I I can't speak to NXT, but we're talking hundred K plus contracts a year. So you're thinking, Oh, well these people must have money saved up, but you also have to factor in the fact that WWE does not pay for the travel um, in most situations. They don't pay for your food, et cetera. So Yes, you might say, oh, wow, these guys are making in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, even for a jobber like a Zack Ryder. But that goes down very, very quickly when you're paying for exactly. rental cars every week. Like, like if, if their job was, like, look, if they're getting that money working in the performance center, fair, right? You could be like, yeah, and that's probably what WDB are looking at. They're like, listen, we don't need all of these people. Um, like a lot of these talents were kept solely as like, uh, like the dragon would keep his treasure, you know, just so no one else can get them. And that's right. kind of what was happening here. But 
you can't really justify them when the shows aren't running and they're not working. And the show, the only shows that are running are, they only have time for the bigger talent there. I feel sorry for a lot of these guys here. I think it's horrible. Um, but, you know, when stuff does start up again, they will be grabbed up. But, yes. And WWE might start going back and doing this kind of predatory um, contract buying. But then again, they might not. You know, like, we don't know what, what say, the wrestling's going to be like after this. We don't know what, say, the world's going to be like after this. This is the most uncertain time of our lives, quite exactly. frankly. We don't even know, as we were alluding to earlier, when we'll be out of this lockdown exactly. and all this. Exactly. Like, you know. This craziness. Like, it, it, that, that must, sorry, that must be one of the weirdest things. So, let's say you're, um, I'm, let's pick a random name off this list. Let's mm-hmm. say you're Leo Rush and yep. you just got cut. Who, by the way, is an amazing talent, but it'll be better for the WWE in five years. But you're under a lockdown in Florida, so you have to stay by your employer and not get paid. And I mean, that must psychologically, I can't imagine what these guys are going through. Yeah, no, like oh. I, I, it's you know, my my Kyoto really sucks. Like that was that was yes. really upsetting. It's like, you know, he's the longest tenured re- uh, referee, second longest. Well, Harold Finkel was. R.P. Howard Finkel, obviously. Yes, that's worth that mentioning. Very sad. Um, but at least he wasn't fired. You know, what now would yeah. happen if he would have been fired? You know, a couple of his going. Um, that's one of the messed up things about all this is you can't... I, I don't know how it is in Ireland, but because of the limited amount of people that are allowed to gather together, you're not even allowed to have funerals for people. Same. It's the same here. It's one of it's, those things, you know. And, like, if you die from the virus, you're just never seen again. You're just burned. Are buried. It, it's oh, it it it's shocking. It's it all makes way too much sense. It mm. yeah, it's 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 dark. It really is. It really is. Um, but on a lighter note, this means Heath Slater cannot be the final member of Three MB to win the well, World Heavyweight Championship. Well, not yet. Not yet. Remember, he has to go through the arc. Oh, so they were all released. They were all released. So what? there's still hope. So what's going to happen is... Oh, he's gonna, wow. Yeah, <laughs> you don't... You don't get, he hasn't done the penance yet. Oh, I like where you're going with this. So what's probably going to happen is he's going to be released. He's going to get jacked. He's probably going to learn MMA or something. Yep. And then, you know, go to, go to Impact, go to TNA, go to AEW, and then come back and be like, you know, have the legitimacy of all that, just like Drew, and then you know, complete the prophecy, but he hasn't got there yet. He's still, he's not serious. You can't take him seriously just yet. Not yet. There was one time when I thought you could, and that's when he got in the ring with uh, Brock Lesnar a couple <laughs> years ago. And I was like, I got kids out doing this. So I was like, oh my gosh, are they really going through with this? No. Are they making Heath Slater legit? Because they could have right then. I mean, could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't easily. he a legitimate boxer and whatnot in real life? He's legitimate, but he doesn't have that legitimacy yet. You know, no, no, no. I know what you're saying in terms of the minds of wrestling fans, but yeah. in terms of actual oh, yeah. skills, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he has, yeah. he has something. He definitely has something. Interesting. Um, so yeah, like I would say, maybe give it three years. Okay. Okay. Um, I I would expect. I don't think Carl Anderson and Gallows are coming back. I think they're done. I think they're just going to go to Japan. I think that's just there. Are they? They probably will go to AEW. I think they might be the smartest guys. Um, in all of this, in yeah. terms of the way that they, I'm acting like I know these people, but 
I, I do pay more attention to them and it seems like they take care of their money and their families a lot better. They've worked the independent scene. Gallows knows what it's like to get yeah. up in the WD and go out. So um, I'm hoping that maybe they have a bit more security and yes, they would be big names in AEW or Japan if we ever open back up. Another name that I would say is, you know, they're obviously where they're going. Uh, Eric Rohn, He's probably just going to go to AEW and join us, John uh, Harper. Yeah, what, so, we were talking about Colts last week. Isn't it so bizarre that this is they got rid of two Colts? Yeah. You got rid of the OC and you got rid of the Wyatt Colt? Like, yeah. Do we Almost. curse them? <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> but, you know, I, I would just say that's what's going on. And the, the biggest name, I think, honestly, is completely that nobody was expecting, but then you should have expected it anyway, um, yep. was uh, Rusev. And you keep Lana. You keep Lana, yeah. And you keep Lana. Uh, well, I was, I was Lana's a, over. Yeah. Lana's over. Rusev isn't. You know, it, and Rusev has done a lot of things to really hurt. Like I think they've had that. They've had that um, out for Rusev for a while. Ever since he cuts hair and changes look. Yeah, it's been bizarre, and yeah, sometimes the WWE will foreshadow where they're going with a guy, which they may have done in this instance, which uh, take a look at Jim Ross, for instance, mm. you'll start to see angles that you're going, these aren't good for these people. And then they end yeah. up getting fired. And that's yeah. kind of what they've been doing with Rusev and this absolute nonsense with Bobby Lashley and, yeah, and, and Lana. And nobody, it's, no, nobody benefit from that. Nobody. Nobody benefit from that. You know, and it's uh, again, like if the, they, it's one of the most heartless things that WWE have ever done where they fire. I know, I know they're a business, so I know people are going to be like, Oh, but they need to make money. I'm like, WWE have lots of money, have tons of money, you know, it's a billion dollar company, exactly. That they're not hurting for money. AEW run by a billionaire, but you know, not established. TNA, and a billionaire whose companies are sporting events for the exactly. most part, which aren't operating right now, so. exactly. WWE, uh, sorry, um. TNA, no, n- not really a thing. No, um, I, I, but like WWE just aren't hurting for money. And now here they're just like, oh, we'll just need to save this, you know. Um, so uh, it, it's heartless in the sense that in a time when people need it, uh, the money was just taken, the contracts was taken away. So I would say, you know, a couple of years down the line, we'll see these guys popping back up, and it'll be fine. But who knows what's going to happen between today and tomorrow? Really? Is there anybody on this list? That you're not sad it's gone? Um, Excluding the NXT guys I've never heard of? EC3. You're not sad EC3's gone? No. Like, no. Uh, I don't care either. No, like, I, I, love, I love EC3. I really do. But they do nothing with him. He's not sad he's gone. He's happy he's gone. Because now he can go off. He can go back to Impact. He can go somewhere else. And actually, you know, have something done with him. Because he, I think he had, like, his most time in WWE, he didn't talk. And EC3's whole thing is talking. So True. it's like, True. so I, I, I'm glad he has the opportunity now to go off and go somewhere else. It sucks for him that sure, like, they're mostly going to not sad they're gone because there are other places to work. But that's my mind set to normal, normalcy, not this madness. I'm sad for everybody right. gone because there's no income for these people. That's, that, that's the, oh, that, that's what's, I would say, um, I'm not too upset about 
No Way Jose. I never connected with him. Fair. I never really saw whatever. And I'm going to be straight up. I Mike Bennett or Canals, whatever. Don't care. Oh, I mean, yeah. It sucks that they just had a kid, obviously. So I feel for them in terms of the family and whatnot. But Maria deserved to get released. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Go on. Go for it. One of the greatest themes in the history of professional wrestling is Legs Like That by Zebrahead, which was eventually given to Maria. And upon mm. her return, they did not give her that theme back. So oh. I lost all interest in seeing her on my screen. <laughs> now, well, granted, fair. Fair. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. It is what and it is. And you connect with people like that, like Zack Ryder. Do I like Zack Ryder the wrestler? No, I like his theme song. But with Maria, I mean, she that's that Zebrahead song was on all of my mixtapes or for the younger kids, that's you know, CDs, what whatever. The point is, it was on all of that stuff and oh it crushed me. I mean, I know we're talking about a woman who granted her prime was like two thousand and seven when she had her Playboy model, which yeah. You know, we don't even do in the WWE anymore. Yeah, it's TV, well, well, pa- well past our sell-by date. Like, yeah. the, to be fair, most of the people on this list... The are best we terrible team- people for saying that? Are we, no, are we typical I, online No, I, I don't think so. I'm like, you know, as a worker, she didn't wrestle. So really? it's just like, as a valet, it's like, okay, but you're, you are better elsewhere. And in WWE, you're outshined by pretty much everyone. So I'm like... Okay, and I like her. I, th- I think she's, you know, she has her ta- she has her forte, but it's just not in the WWE. Like I will have to say, a lot of these guys. Well, the the main thing that would be hurt by this is twenty four seven Kyle. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's where most of these people have been working. <laughs> that is where most. Maybe they just went down that list. Yeah, it's just like, and our truth right is now. like, I'm the champ. You can't get rid of me. Or exactly, he's champ right now. But yeah, I did. Oh, I, wow. I, did I did order a DVD. Actually, um, well, I finally got around to watching the DVD that the the folks out in Fremantle Media sent me. The best of the Hardcore Championship, and I only I only have the second disc, so I actually mm. bought the Blu-ray there. So yes. I, I review that when I get when I, when it arrives. Um, it's a really fun little documentary, but. It, it's the same kind of thing. I think in about 10, 20 years, there's going to be a, a, a footnote in the network saying 24-7 title, here's what they've done. And it kind of, it's scary when you watch even the, se- the second disc that talks about what happened after the evasion angle. Everyone who was cut was in that division. So that's the division you kind of want to get out of, right? And, yeah, what are they going to do with the where are they nows? Yeah. <laughs> the entire section. for Exactly. I will say what I don't understand in all of this Mm. Is why does Alicia Fox still have a job? I never knew why she had a job. She's terrible. She and this is a completely true story for those who don't know it. This is how she got her job. John Laurinaitis was going through a catalog, pointed to a model, and said, "Let's see if we can teach her how to wrestle." Oh in God. all of those years, Sands for about four weeks in 2017, when she had this crazy angle that she did around the ring, yeah. she's useless. She's not a good wrestler. She does one move, which infuriatingly is one of my favorite moves in all of professional wrestling, which is a bridging Northern's light suplex. But other than that, I just, I don't get it. I've never gotten her. I don't, I'm not going to say it, but that it, it's annoying to me that certain people get cut and she's still there. Well, look, JTG had a job for like six, seven years, and <laughs> he wrote a book about how he, how he was just there, and nobody ever realized he was still there until they just cut him. So I guess it's just you know whoever they whoever's in the I think the mix is to be whoever like 
don't be noticed, but be noticed just enough. Just and enough. that's that's kind of you know how to say survive in the WWE. It seems. But, uh, One of my favorite tweets from a wrestler of all time was the day JTG was released, and all he tweeted was, "It was something along the lines of, damn, why did I answer my phone?'" <laughs> <laughs> well, what I will say is, you know, the only match I've ever left in person because I couldn't stand it anymore was an Alexa uh, and Alicia Fox match. I was like, I have to go. And I went out and walked around the arena. This one, I was in Manchester. Me and Gary were watching uh, SmackDown taping. I think. I'm like, I have to go. She's so bad. It offends me. So I got up and left. I was like, <laughs> I made a better decision. Um, but look, what I will say is, right, so Money in the Bank is coming up uh, May, what's it? May 9th, I think. I'm not exactly sure when it is. It's sometime in May. But so far, the match is announced. Uh, the men's money in the bank. Oh, sorry, May tenth. So men's money in the bank, uh, women's money in the bank, Universal Championship, Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. They haven't called him the Fiend yet, so that's going to be weird if it's not the Fiend. If it's uh, not the Fiend, then I guess it means he loses. Are we doing a Finn Balor demon, demon thing? Type that's what aspect? I thought. Like I haven't like on on SmackDown. They're just saying it's Bray Wyatt. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then there's a SmackDown Women's Championship match of Bailey versus Tamina, which actually might be the sleeper of the whole night, to be fair, from a wrestling standpoint, because that, that feud has been pretty decent so far. Um, but yeah, look, guys, if you're listening, um, email us, nerdstonemedia at gmail.com with your predictions, what you've taught, if you want to weigh in on what we've talked about today. Thanks for the, for the people who joined us on Twitch live. Uh, Nerdducks is the way you can join us on Nerdstone Media on Twitch um dave is there anything you want to plug before we wrap up here sir no not at all just please go watch dark side of the ring so you know what we're talking about next week i think that'll be a fun show because there's definitely some things i want to get into and i'm 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 just looking at this and you're i i I wanted to believe you were making it up Dave, but you're completely honest a new corporate ladder gimmick was added (laughs) in which participants must travel it itself is suspended above a ring on the roof yeah, I yeah, can't make it up. Can't make it up. It's too, it's it too up. unbelievable. You can't make it up. But yeah, like it's, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Next week, guys, do check out Dark Side of the Ring. Um, get your thoughts in as well. Nerd Snow Media is where you can check us. Uh, everything we're doing out, we have a bunch of shows. I have another wrestling. I did a wrestling show here in Ireland. That's going to go up on our YouTube feed. Um after it's posted so check it out there but from Dave myself and everyone at Nerdstone Media we'll see you next week thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production 